welcome 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 to another episode of africans talk football how's everybody doing tonight good decent decent i'm good yeah you know we we had an international break so nobody nobody lost this past week (laughs) you know we we can at least be all smiles for that especially (laughs) coming from the Chelsea guy but thank you again to everybody out there who has been rocking with us from the beginning or if you're a new listener watcher thank you again for just tuning in with us we do appreciate everything that you guys you know comment double tap the the engagement has been great you know we got 10 more some teams have 11 or 12 more games but essentially 10 more weeks left in this 2022-2023 season and you know with with only 10 matches left we're going to do our top 10 prediction so that's going to be coming a little bit later i know a lot of you out there are always looking to see who we put in our top four and then obviously the bottom three who we think is going to get relegated this year but um you know today we're we're joined by another Ghanaian man not not our our normal guy Michael but <laughs> we were able to get Rockmel on uh just introduce yourself a little bit tell us you know who you support how long you've been watching this team and maybe like you know just a fun fact about yourself so we can so we can get started uh Thank you guys for um, having me on the show. It's been a long wait, but I'm finally um, excited to, uh, to to join you guys. Um, my name is Rachmel Adams. I was born and raised in Ghana. I mean, soccer has been um, my thing since I was young. I, mean, I call it football. I still go football. Yeah. <laughs> so I played a little bit. I played football. I've enjoyed it. Got into a little bit of um, high level. I'm a big Chelsea fan. And after I, support, I started supporting Chelsea at a very... Um, young age some people call us the um the michael asian <laughs> fans because that was right around when wow. he joined wow. chelsea so i mean there was a huge Ghanaian followership uh, into the club so yeah uh that's when i started supporting chelsea as well so but i've been supporting chelsea through to contain loses and wins but this season has been pretty tough uh, i think fun fact about me is i've played with some professionals um, that play on TV, like especially most of them from South um, South America, okay. and I think my teammate is Leonardo Campana. Uh, for uh, he plays as a striker for um, yeah Inter Miami FC. Yeah, yeah. Nice. What, what position? Oh, wow. What position? What position were you? What position did I play? I played as a striker and. Uh, Left, okay. left wing and right wing. Hey, man, okay. we, we need to get Grandpa on the phone. We need a nine. <laughs> <laughs> nice, okay. nice. So did you play, did you, I mean, you said you played all, you know, your whole life. Did you play collegiately or did you did you play in, in leagues back home in Ghana? Yeah, I played in, uh, I played back home in leagues in Ghana. I played in Division Two. qualified to qualified a team to Division One. Then we went on to uh, the Premier. We didn't last a long time. Then I spent some time in South America, mostly Ecuador, um, but I got some chance to uh, try out some teams in Argentina, Colombia, Peru. So I've been all over South America, and uh, most of my time was spent in Ecuador uh, playing in both uh, second divisions and, you know, first divisions. Nice. Okay, so we got a real baller. A real baller. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that's super dope. 
very cool, hear very cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for, you know, taking the time out of your day and, and coming on the show. And I'm sure we'll have a great episode. Definitely pick your brain about some Chelsea because they, they've they already heard, you know, my piece. So it'd be cool to hear, you know, what, what you, you know, how you feel about this season. We know there've been ups and downs, mostly downs, but you know, we're still in champions league. We got Madrid. We can talk about that a little bit. Um, but yeah, just, just to start it off, as far as Chelsea this season, I want to, I want to ask you firstly, how did you feel about the Thomas Tuchel firing and how do you think that affected the rest of our season you know, looking way back in in August, September till now. Um, the news of uh, his firing came as a shock to me because um, I didn't think there was anything wrong with the team or I didn't feel that like he was losing the dressing room in, in any sense. I, I think that was more of um, how it changed uh, when, you know, Abramovich was leaving the club. So I just feel like, you know, new people coming in, they, some, they wanted people that would, you know, sort of like agree with the attempts and stuff like that. So the firing of Tujo really kind of like, in my opinion, affected that is the reason why we are where we are right now. Because um, I think the team was doing pretty well under him. Um, we didn't sort of like end in the top two last season, but we we had trophies in, in the cabinet, which is... Uh, what um, owners always want, so, you know, at the end of the season that you win something if you're a top club. So I think when they fired him, it, it, it didn't help at all. And, you know, my stance with, um, you know, the current coach is just that there's just clubs that once you get to that level of being at the top, there are some managers that if you bring them in, they're going to struggle. So, so even though he, he will do well with middle bottom middle or bottom teams top clubs there's always like a different kind of pressure and everything like Absolutely. that so i think it actually sort of like kind of got this coach that he was like he struggled a little bit in the end in the in the beginning until now i think from now like in the last past three games we've sort of like seen a little bit of changes and i would say also uh, i think our season was so much ahead with injuries and you know players been out a lot so that has been my take on Chelsea, but I think the manager, in my opinion, hasn't done a lot. And his tactics always, especially when it, he doesn't, I feel he doesn't have like a winning team, like a team that starts because uh, playing soccer, what you, I do know is you don't change a winning team. So he's been rotating a lot of players trying to find his real 11. And that has taken him so long, which is still affecting the club because we don't have that dynamic in the club. Like, the players don't actually kind of like get to know each other because like this week plays um Mikhailo Mudrik and then the next week we have the uh the guy we just got from um Fernod or we have you know Hakim Ziyech, Mason Mount. So it's just a lot of throwing players in and out, seeing to see where he can fit them, which I think is not the best. Uh, when you get to that level, you have to be able as a top manager within your first two weeks in the club, you should know like Thank this you. is the kind of guys. I want to go with, you know, um, that is why Manchester United is up now because then have when in the first few days, first few games, he didn't know, you know, it was tough. Then he figured out like these are the guys I can trust and I can go with. And then he switched his system, he stuck with it, 
and then they go and like they're on top. So I think we have to, you know, our manager, I don't know. I'm not saying he should be fired, but he's not, I, I feel like he's not. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that, 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 that came up early. That, that right. F word. <laughs> I'm fired. Um, thank you. Thank you for saying that though, because I, I, uh, I, I completely agree with your, with your sentiment and your statement about, you know, him continuously changing the squad is affecting the team and that uh, managers should really figure out their, their, their first team within the first two to three weeks. I think that's a hundred percent true because come on, you're spending every day with some, with these players, you're seeing them every day in and out of training. There's no way that after three weeks, you don't have somewhat of idea of who your starting 11 is, <laughs> exactly. even through, even through injuries. Like you should know, like, okay, even if I can't, even if this person gets injured, I know he can come in. And I, I think that's why, you know, teams become good because if you look at it, going, looking how you said, man, United, Ten Hag, immediately when he came in, he already kind of had his 11. He had to figure, he had to tinker a couple things, but he already kind of knew who he was going to start. And I feel like Arteta, and I want to speak about Arsenal. I said we were going to be good in the preseason. I said we were going to be good and because we had our starting 11 in the preseason. You knew exactly what our 11 was. We, there was, we knew exactly what it was. There were no changes. We knew our 11. They started from preseason, and they got a groove, and then that groove continues to the season. So 100% agree with your sentiment about, you know, the quicker that you can just find your 11 and the and you just stick with those guys kind of through thick and thin and just let them, you know, gel – the, the better the team will become and they, it'll just make it everything a little bit easier because you guys just keep ch- every 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 week it, I never know who's going to play I never know Loftus Cheek I haven't seen him for a month and then he comes and plays two matches I just I, I never know what you guys I just never, never know so no I, I got a question I, I got a question for you Rockmel so with Graham Potter coming in um you know like with any other, like, I guess, experienced manager, and by experienced manager, I mean someone with more of a reputation than, um, I guess, and, and by no means am I downplaying the work that Potter's done, because I believe Potter got Brighton promoted. Do you, Could it be possible that, like, some of these people that are coming in are not his signings, and he's just kind of, you know, it's one of those... And really bring you in, so it's you know it's really not my thing, like my problem if you play or not. Do you think that um, like he has like full control there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Know. Okay. I my video went off, but I'm trying to fix that. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So no, you're all good. Not sound problems. We're just everything is <laughs> international break for real man yeah. man who you telling but yeah. well, i mean while he's messing with his video i think we talked about this for a second salam but we spent 600 million in january so he has his guys one of the guys and oh, i brought his up, guys though but i i brought this up some of them have to be bro there's no way you there's no way you go by seven, eight, nine players and none of them were his top choice. You know, like it just it just don't that that part doesn't make sense to me, especially like I said last week or two weeks ago, we went and hijacked Mudrik from Arsenal and he's now behind Christian Pulisic. Like it's, certain things don't make sense to me. Well, yeah, it, but you were always going to spend money is what I'm saying, like with this new owner coming in. 
right? So my thing is, is when you look at the, in my personal opinion, this is just what I believe. I just feel like we're, it's so easy to, and by no means am I justifying what he's doing, but it's so easy to point the f- finger at the manager when you're looking at the guys that are being brought in and there is no clear strategy to the players that you're bringing in. It's just, we're getting a bunch of guys who are under the age of uh, maybe 25 years old and we're going to tie them down on long-term contracts. Um, and th- I don't know. There's just like a lot of question marks everywhere. Yes, but but Salam, you're also bringing in 25-year-olds and 24-year-olds and you're signing them to long-term contracts, but it's not like you're just bringing in anyone. These are like the guys that they have brought in have some of them are ballers. They they're 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 being looked at as like these are the next guys that are coming up. So it's it's yeah. not it's not just bringing in anyone. They're bringing in players, and I I agree with you. I, I agree. With you. I don't know if all of those are his guys, but at the same time, it's not like your guys are bad. You have a lot of good guys. These are very. This is a group. This is a. This is like a. This is a blessing. This would be a blessing for any manager to walk into. Any any other manager would be chomping at the bits to get a team like this to start off with. You know I, what I mean? I hear you, Gabriel. But, but 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 we've seen but we've seen like managers. I I hear what you're saying. I feel like any of those players are a blessing to anybody. But we've seen coaches say like, "Hey, that's not my guy." So like, I don't. I can't be asked to play someone that is not my guy. But we, regardless, regardless of caliber. Well, 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 but that's my thing, though. So, like, <laughs> but, but, but that's my thing. My thing but, is, is, like, I, I'm just asking, could it be that, like, I don't know. For me, I just feel like it's so easy to blame him. What about Bully? We don't want to point the finger at the guy who's, who's splashing the cash because he's just splashing the cash. He's opening the checkbook. But where where is he being held accountable? Because he's the so, one, the head of the transfers. So, I I mean, we'll, we'll let Rockmel speak, but, again, you go by seven, eight, nine players in January. You telling me that none of those guys Potter had a hand in saying, "Oh, I possibly want him." Well, I, I, it, it like for me, it just doesn't make sense to think that we go get a new manager who is supposed to be Bowley's guy. He he specifically sought out Grand Potter and said, "This is the guy I want." So for me to see that and not think they have some sort of relationship when they're deciding who's going to be the future of the club, especially when you're spending five, six, $700 million in a month. I, I just can't under, I, I've never heard Potter come out and say, these are not my guys. I've never heard any of that rhetoric. But even if that may, even if the that lineup, may, though, he keeps changing the lineup. So even if that may be true and, and look, even if that may be true, some of these guys he's starting Ziek. Mad he couldn't be on his way out. Mm. Christian Pulisic, just coming off injury, was not really in favor before. So why are we now pulling from guys that, you know, don't have the best relationship with Chelsea to start over some of the guys we just brought in in January? You know, like, that doesn't make sense to me. But that's what I'm saying. Why are you going back to what we know? Because you probably didn't like what the new came in. I'm just saying. But... So I think that um, with Graham Porter and the new guys that have come in, I think uh, Bully wanted Porter because I think that was the fault. In the first place, that was the fallout between him and uh, Thomas Tuchel because um, every owner of a club has favorite players and they want players, sometimes they want in the team. 
coaches have the right to say, I don't think this guy would fit my system, you know? So with that, I think the players that Bully got and he splashed the cash on all these guys, and Bully has not specifically stated that these are not his guys, but that's why he's finding it difficult to find where they all fit. Because, I mean, look at um, Mikhailo Mudrik, like, um, what is his name? Porter never said he wanted him. And the guy, and Mudrik clearly wanted to go to Arsenal, and then we brought him. So even with that, why would you buy a player that clearly expressed interest in another club and was watching their games week in, week out, posting and tweeting about them, and then you go bring him to another club? Right. I'm not saying the guy is not going to play, but you. it means that his hat is not definitely in the club. Yeah. You know, that is the plus, that is the difference between top managers and, you know, middle class managers. Moreno will tell you, this is the player I need because I know his mentality would help the team. You know what I mean? But, you know, with all the players that we've brought in, these are just, I mean, players for the future. That's why they are tied down to long term contracts by um, Bully, and I kind of feel like that is not like, I mean, uh, it's not American football, but you gotta you gotta know players that are gonna like help you win trophies. You know, all these are young guys. We still need some sort of like experienced players in the team. You know, we've got Kante, we've got, um, we don't have um, a little bit of character in the team right now. That is Chelsea's main problem. There's no character in the team. There's no leader. We do have um, our captain, Caesar, but he can't do it alone. You know, if you rolled up back the years, you know, we had like men in the team. We had like Terry, we yeah. had Cahill, we had Lampard. We had people that could step in anytime. But right yeah. now we have only one captain and without him, like I don't see anybody playing with the desire he plays at his level because all these guys are coming in with- Thiago, uh, sorry, and Thiago Silva, yeah, he's 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 the veteran guy. He's Thiago Silva, I mean, and it's so frustrating to see Thiago Silva at that age giving all his best. And if you watch the games, you can see him sometimes being frustrated on the field with young kids. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You know, he's like yeah. wasting runs that, <laughs> runs that people they're supposed to make. They don't cover like yeah, simple ten five yards that they're supposed to cover. There's some goals Chelsea have considered this season, and it's just because some of the young guys could have made it two, three yards of runs and they would cover the space and they don't. They just let the, those spaces go. So I think that Porter is Bolly's man because Bolly wants to sort of like control the team. He has the overall say at the end because if he says he wants this player, I mean, Bolly is going to say, yeah. And also like, you know, we all know it's a business. Football now is business. That's why he's been rotating all the players because in their contracts, they have clauses that they have to play certain types certain games. Yeah. You know, so know he has William to feature Bolly. Yeah, he has to feature Mudrik. He has to feature Ziyech. He has to feature uh, all the new guys. He has to try them out. But like going back to my first point, if you play two weeks of games with all these new guys, you should know. And you, if you are like a top coach, you tell them the, the, the owner of the club, you know what? All these additions are great. They would help the team maybe in the future, but I still want to go with these guys. Like these are the guys I want to go with because they have the mentality and they can give me what I'm looking for. I'm really sort of like impressed with Jao Felix because I think speak he on um it. speak on it. Uh, he he he's like he's playing for the team as if he wants to be part of the team. 
He's you know, clearly our best player. So it's clearly that he wants to stay at Chelsea because, and the fact that he, the, the fact is simply that because he feels that he's between like a group of young players that really want to do something. I like the fact that we signed young players, but the, the, the fact is that we might not win any trophy um, for a couple of years if we are going to rebuild. That is just the, wow. um, the fact. Wow, mm. that's that's interesting. You don't think so? I, I like what you said about Joao Felix, mm. and because I, I feel like Simeone doesn't necessarily make him play a specific style, but he definitely looks way more free with Chelsea. I think it's because he came in just like you said to a a young team. He's twenty three himself. The rest of the team is around his age. So he has immediate peers that he's able to, you know, hang out with outside of training and just, you know, outside of football, you need to have that camaraderie that builds the team. So I I, I believe you I, I like the fact you said that because I believe the same thing. I I think if we don't sign Joao Felix to a permanent deal I don't know mm. if I can have any faith in Bully. Seriously, I, mean, I think I'm with you on that. I, I think I mean it's so clear he's our best attacking player. When oh, right and by far, by far, and it didn't even you see it didn't even take it, it, it didn't it even took take him his game. first match. Yeah, he got the red card, match. and I was like, dang, we're gonna miss him for three, three games. I mean, that red card was bad, but in those fifty minutes, he showed me something I hadn't seen the whole year out of any of our players. So I I really think if we don't sign Joao Felix to a permanent deal, we fumbled the bag. You know, lack of better term, we we really did. Especially the fact that we're paying what eleven or twelve million just for a loan spell. Come on, yeah. If if, if we're if we're willing to pay twelve million for a loan spell for six months, I think we I think we can fork up the cash to keep him on a permanent deal. That's right. Absolutely, absolutely. I agree. But yeah, I mean, I, I like what you said about Grand Potter, um, because I I honestly have the same sentiments. Um, speaking of you know good and bad managers, though, how do y'all feel about this Conte second? Do you think it's it gonna happen? Yeah, I mean, we we all saw where he was know, gonna leave. I thought he was gonna leave at the end of the year, but do you think it helps or hurts Tottenham's chances of getting top four? Uh. I think it will help. It will hit Tottenham chances of getting into the top four because Conte is a manager with character, right? I was just um, the money. So he 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 would have definitely guided them to top four with the last ten Premier League games, just by enforcing like character and telling, making them to feel like they're champions to you know continue, but. They're not, I'm not in my top 10 list. Tottenham is not going to make it to top four simply because, um, they are lacking, they're going to lack, um, you know, that you know, strong character on the touchline. I know the uh, the assistant is going to try to, you know, do good, but you know, sometimes when you have managers leave and they were managers that you were looking up to, there's going to be players that played for Conte. You know, just because they didn't want him to leave, and they're gonna be affected by that. So definitely, there's gonna be, um, you know, uh, morale coming down, and it probably might lead the coach to, you know, trying to switch things around, which would, you know, eventually hurt them. Um, 
and I think Conte leaving Tottenham was best for him, um, for Conte because um, he's he's a winner. You know, he's a winner. He he wants to win something, and he's not seeing that. And I think that uh, some players, especially the Tottenham players, I, I sometimes when I watch them play when I watch football, I kind of feel like, you know, like some people, some when you get to that high level and you you know just making that money. It's sometimes just, you know, go to training. If you get to play weekend, that's fine. If you don't get to play, that's fine. So some players, like Conte said, are not even prepared when the game comes. Because every single player, whether you are playing or you are not playing, you are part of the team. You have to be always ready. But in Tottenham, you can you can take I, breaks. I, I don't see that in Tottenham. I don't see that in Tottenham. <laughs> sorry uh, to people that fans that are gonna watch and the Tottenham fans that are gonna watch this. Sorry, but like it's gonna no. Be you bad. don't. You don't have to. You don't gotta apologize. Don't have, yeah. Apologize. Don't ever apologize to no Tottenham. Yeah. Yeah. We, we we're a big anti I mean, yeah. <laughs> anti Tottenham. <laughs> Just kidding for all those Tottenham fans listening. We you know whenever you guys do good, we we do try to highlight we it. Give you, we give you, yeah, we give you. Your we, you know, we gave Harry Kane his flowers earlier this earlier this season. You know, we got but, uh, yeah, but I I agree with what Rocknell said. I think Conte gave them. You, you know, you lost the, the the little bit of credibility that you had. Right. <laughs> My opinion, right. uh, and, and like and, and like you said, there's just going to be some games where um, it's always about the players. But you know, some games. You know that person standing on the touchline could be the difference maker in terms of decision making, whatever the case might be. But yeah, man, I I've said this many times um, over the past few weeks, months, um, since the new year. But I I think this year is like the last of Tottenham. This is the last of you know you being amongst the top six, whatever the case might be. I think Harry Kane leaves, Conte's gone. You're not going to get anybody better than them. I don't think Nagelsmann's going to come to the Premier League to, <laughs> to coach Tottenham. I, I I'm sorry, but I think um, and you look at their team, man. They're an aging team. I mean, Son is you know had a phenomenal season a few seasons ago. He's on, in my opinion, the decline, um, especially with this team. That's rapidly yeah, happening, yeah. unless he leaves. Kane is gone, and then everybody else. I mean, do you really <laughs> what? <laughs> Nobody else on that team is, you know, moving me. So, um, like Rock Mel, they don't make my top four either. Yeah, no, I think we can all agree. Uh, this team is, um, yeah, they have they have like two more years. If they don't figure it out by next year, it's no, you're it's generous. Very dim. I, I mean, I think after this year, I mean, after those players leave, it's going to be dim. But like, okay, maybe maybe they can make a signing. They do have money. They do have money. That's one thing they have. They have money. So maybe they can go make a signing or two. You never know. But I'm saying they don't figure out in like two years. I mean, this is, and this is a club. It's one thing is, you know, you know, players will want to go to a team like United and want to build, rebuild that, you know, because it's, it's a team of history. It's a team of, you know, this is Manchester United, you know, like who wouldn't want to go to Manchester United and go play? Um but Spurs isn't one of those teams, you know. Spurs isn't a team where someone's like, "Oh, I want to go to Spurs." <laughs> yeah, like, no, if like you want, no, no, it's if like you, I, I want to go to Tottenham. Like, nah, yeah, nah, it's the, just not one of those things. I feel like so, the, the only pool is like what, like you get to live in London, but I mean, shit, I would rather go play for Chelsea and Arsenal if that's the case. Like, or Fulham, <laughs> or Fulham at this point. Go to Brentford. Yeah, Brentford. like Brentford's, Brentford's hard. I like Brentford. <laughs> Brentford. 
I, I think Tottenham is just, they just have the culture of, you know, uh, let's try to be in the top six and um, let's not, it's okay if we don't uh, win any uh, in any trophy at the end of the season. But I think that's what separates them from everybody the top else. clubs, yeah. from everybody else. Because you can't, you cannot build an institution to the point where like you have such great names Song at this age in his in his career should have had medals won for the, all the hard work and the form that he was in, and Harry Kane should have done the same. I think these guys like, you know, it's okay to be a one man club. Like if we talk about players that have been loyal to clubs, they were once winning clubs, and once they declined, players decided to stick to it. I mean, if you talk about Totti playing for Roma, yeah, all his exactly. Season, like, there was a time Roma was. Like winning you know, kings of Europe, they won trophies. They, they, you know. So if you have played, if you were winning trophies, and eventually you started, you know, declining, and you want to stick to the club to take and thing, that's understandable. But if you are coming up your prime as a soccer player, you know, you're making it in Tottenham, dude, go to Chelsea, go to Arsenal. Even if <laughs> Arsenal is not within the league, but you can't beat them in the FA Cup final. That's <laughs> <laughs> they would make sure if they make it to the FA Cup final, they will back that in. Yeah. So <laughs> if, if if you get to that stage, I don't know why Son and uh, um, Kane and uh, I feel so I feel so so bad for these big names, but Tottenham has no, uh, just but, they just have these things for not going to be making it anywhere. I, I stopped feeling bad for him because they just they 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 made that choice. They made that choice yeah. themselves to sign that contract for the four years and the five years. Like Kane decided, you know what? I'm gonna sign this five year contract. Son, he decided I'm gonna sign this four year extension. Well, and and, the, the and they made they 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 made their bed. And like I feel bad for them because at some maybe they're younger and they're like, you know what, like. I think, you know, they're promising this and that. And maybe, you know, with the money, we can get this player. We can win something. And maybe they did believe that. But at the same time, they made their bed. They made their bed. They have to sleep in it now. I do agree with you. But also, before they sign the contract, sometimes you have conversations with the coach and, you know, and what he wants. Oh, absolutely. You know, before they sign before Song Song signed his contract or Kane signed his contract, they've had top managers. They had Mourinho, you know, like Mourinho was top. So Moreno is the coach that will tell you, I want to win something with you. Stick with me and you become a champion. You know what I mean? So these are things like, like when we're talking about Chelsea, every coach that comes in has his players. And it has happened to me when I played. Coaches will tell you, I can work with you, but probably maybe you might not get to play games. You're good for the team, but you're not make, you're not going to make my 11 every week. Players know this and they are in teams. You know, so Conte coming in and Kane and so on and all these guys signing a new contract, it depended on the conversation they had with uh, Conte. So if they felt that Conte was going to lead them to something, then they signed this contract. Now, Conte has realized that it is not me. These are just players that they cannot, you know, that don't want to win. So that's why Conte is leaving. So now... <laughs> I think Jose, Jose, Jose said the same thing, something similar. Like, I, I can't win. Where, where are the players? Where are the players? Yeah. But 
and, and that and that's what I'm saying too. They have to look at themselves as well because it's not like they haven't been in finals. They've been in finals, Rocky Champions like, League finals. Over the past, they've been in Champions League final. They were they in the I FA Cup that, final. They were like right. they that, were they've been in finals over the past five six years. So it's not like they didn't have the opportunity. They just have not gotten the job done. They've had top managers. They've had top players. They've had the money. They just can't do it. Like I just, I don't know what it. I don't know what it's gonna take for them to get over that hump. But they've had everything. Like they've had everything. They've they've had everything up until this point. I don't know what it's gonna take because, I mean, I, I really don't know. And Conte was right in his interview. You know, like I think he was hundred percent right because this group of players is not it. For sure, you say you, you try to look for excuses for the players all the time, but I mean. You got to shout out Harry Kane. He's England's all-time leading goal scorer. Oh, for sure. Um, Tottenham's mm-hmm. all-time leading goal scorer. When it's all said and done, will probably be the Premier League's all-time leading goal scorer. Um, he's going to retire, um, you know, with a lot of records. And I feel like that's the – that's kind of like – I don't know. I, I guess, like, you know, like, if you're not going to win any titles or any trophies, it's just kind of like, I guess you have that <laughs> – you know what I'm saying? It's just no. like, I mean, yeah, I know. I, I, I'm with a lot. He will, yeah. be, in he will yeah. be in the history books. I mean, like, he's 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 you know, a legend. If you're a Tottenham fan, it's a big deal. I mean, it is a big deal, regardless if you're a Tottenham fan or not, to be a, a club's all time leading goal scorer. But to be England's and the Premier League's, I mean, you know, and Tottenham's, yeah, it's that'd gonna be, be crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be a long time um, before anyone like he's gonna be like we're gonna like years from now. Like he's, we're gonna look at him the way we look at Alan Shearer. It's just like, yeah, you were great, um, yeah, you were, you know, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, and I brought this up before. Um, so I'll I'll ask y'all this, and I'm not sure where Rockmel went, but I want to pose a question to all of you. It's funny because we look back, you know, if you look back on the early Leicester days. You were you would see Harry Kane sitting next to Jamie Vardy, and now they're both in the Premier League, and they've had two totally different careers, you know. But at the end of the day, they have. <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah. one has a friend. Would you yeah. rather be Jamie Vardy or Harry Kane? Jamie, uh, ten thousand. I think Leicester has a, a Carabao Cup too, as well. I think they beat Chelsea Jamie, in Carabao. Jamie, Cup. Jamie, yeah. ten thousand. Jamie yeah. ten thousand. Would you rather have Jamie Vardy's career or Harry Kane's? I think Jamie. I, I, I think I, I got would... it out the mud. I yeah, got it out yeah. the mud. I got no, it out well, the mud. I mean, at that point, they both prem. did. They both did. But but yeah, you're right. I think. Nah, like, like, I got it out the mud I, and won I, a prem to achieve the highest. Carabao. Yeah, like, as a team, for me, that's like what it's all about. Like to to win as a team. Like I think for me, that's that's just like what I'm about. But at the same time, like bro, you think about it that. Like you being the all-time goal scorer, it's like a, it's a personal like, like that's all you have, you know. What I'm it's just like, I mean, that's a lot though. You know what I'm saying? To be the Premier, it is. It is. Think about how many strikers have played in the Premier League. We've had Henri, we've had Ronaldo, Rooney, we've had, we've had countless of strikers. And I mean, Suarez, we, we we could talk. Harry Suarez. Kane is number Suarez. one. Harry Kane is number one. Don't forget that. Your Trumpets yeah. and all that. Yeah. That's cool and all, but at the same time, but at the same time, like, you never want anything. I mean, as a, as a player, every player dreams of winning a trophy, medals. That, that's, that's, 
that's a goal of every player. Once you start out, you want to play for a club that's going to eventually you're going to win medals that for you sure. can talk about. But once you get to professional and you don't even make it to those top clubs, you're still grateful because then you're making, you know, you still have, you have a life. You're making a decent amount of money. But there's, there's a point where, when, as if you're a player, you get to a certain level and you know you're that good. You should be aiming to play for clubs where you can win trophies. We can win tr- Thank you. I agree. Right. So, so, so the question I asked while you were away, Rockmel, was, you know, Jamie Vardy and Harry Kane were once teammates, and I'm right. saying, you know, they they both had different career paths, and they both ended up in the Premier League. But for you, would you rather have Jamie Vardy's career or Harry Kane's? I'll have Harry Kane. Wow, I, I think really? so too, bro. I think really? so too. I'm kind of siding with you, man. I mean, no one can take that from you. Like what? I would I would have Harry Kane simply because Harry Kane is, I mean, talk about modern strikers. Harry Kane is up there. Don't get me wrong. Vardy Vardy has Vardy has had his moment, but Kane, I mean, Harry Kane can score from every from any angle. Give him a good, you know, give him a good ball. Give him a mm-hmm. get, get him a good team, and Harry Kane is gonna be one of the top class strikers that we could ever see but i would go with uh, harry Kane. oh absolutely not i see i said i'm going jamie vardy i got it out the mud i came from the championship and then i come and win the premier league and win the carball cup come on i yeah yeah nah i think i like i understand i understand the vardy argument because it it, it is a great or not vardy but uh Kane Kane, argument because yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you could go either way. I mean, it's a to good have question. that career, yeah, to have that career would be amazing. I mean, you looked at as, I mean, you already are a legend at that point. You're going in the Hall of Fame. It's not even, it's not even a question. You have to go in the Hall of Fame, but, <laughs> um, but to just to not have won anything, and to, I mean, your career is not over, so you can still win something. But if you, if you go, if he goes his entire career without winning anything, I'm sorry, but that's just. That's just piss poor to me. I'm sorry. Like to me, that's just bad for for you being the top of English top England's top score, Tottenham's top score. You know, Golden Boot. This and and to not win anything. And it is not like you haven't been on good teams. You, and you've been the leader of these teams. Let's be real. You've been captain. So to look at that and you to have not won anything, not one. Not one Carabao Cup. Come on, not one, not one FA. They even got FA Cup. They even have not, one. Not, like not, 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 not even one? not Europa. Not yes. Europa. Like come, on. Like, I, I, I just I look at that. Like you made a Champions League final. You made a Carl. You made an FA final. You you've been to finals, but you not one of those you couldn't convert it into into yeah. something. It, 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 I come sorry. I look at you differently. I really do look at you differently. I look at Jamie Vardy and Harry Kane differently, and the fact that I was I don't and I'm and the, because I look at them not in the same light because obviously they had different careers. Let's be real, but at the same time, they were they were both the leading strikers for their teams, and yes, they both had good teams at that time. They both had good teams. Leicester at that time, a lot of those players have gotten picked off by top clubs at this point. So you both had good teams. You're both the 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 top guys for your teams, what what was the difference? Why were they able to get two yeah, two man. titles two titles over over the span of six seven years, and you weren't able to, and yet you still have 
had top managers during this time too. No, You've had everything that they've the, had. I tell the I, difference. And you're the leader. You're the captain. You're the leader. So uh, for me, I'm, I'm like, what's the difference? I'm not saying I'm not saying player for player, but I'm just saying like team wise, yeah. like everything going on. What? Why, why haven't you been able to lead? The, the the difference is that um, back then, around the same time when Brady Lester won the, uh, the 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 league and were doing so well, they had they had players in the team that so much believe that they could do it. I don't know if you've had uh, if you've ever had the interview. Once they got to fifty points in that season, or even forty points, they were they knew they were above relegation. And they were top, they were getting to the top of the league. So every single player on that team believed they could win the league. And that yeah. sort of like united them. They would train harder, extra together, and everything. They did everything together literally that season to win the league. And they played for each other. When you look at Tottenham, like if you if you if I watch, if I'm watching the game, sometimes I'm not just watching the game, I'm watching. Which which players are making sacrifices, extra sacrifices that could have helped the team? Mm. You know, that is so much lacking in Tottenham. When Leicester won the league, right from uh, the goalkeeper to Jamie Vardy, they stuck together. They run for each other. Maris, every single one. Tottenham Hotspur, they only have one person doing that work, and that's why they're not going anywhere. Now, there's only um, Emil Hoiberg, Hoiberg goes out there and he runs the whole field for them. Yeah, and yeah. he's just not helping the team. One person can do the work. There have been times like, you know, they get mad at each other even on the field. Tottenham players, they, they get mad at each other on the field because there's their runs sometimes like you, you, you have to you have to play as a team. So if you don't play as a team, you can have the best striker on your team. You're not going to win a trophy. Individuality will never win you a trophy unless you come to get him as a team. But, but Rockmel, I I agree with you. But this is my thing, though. We're talking about the leader of the team. This is this is this, this is my point, though. We're talking about the captain of of Tottenham, the captain of England. So that's why I look at you differently. Because yes, you have the accolades and you have you know the the stats and you have the records, but you've been the leader of all of these teams. And how have you still not managed to get the job done? I mean, but his team is just. And you, but your team, uh, but I mean, you, we, you've spent, we've that, that team has been invested in. It is not like he. No, no, no. Come, you're telling you. me Harry Kane hasn't had more than Jamie Vardy his whole Bro, career. I look at it the same way, like Damian Lillard. For those of you guys that watch basketball, like in the Blazers, like bro, like oh yeah, it's phenomenal. Like, but but <laughs> it doesn't matter what the narrative is. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> bro? You are not beating the Warriors. You're not beating the Suns. You're not beating. You're yeah, not that's beating, not gonna happen. You're not beating. Right, the, right. You're not beating nobody. Okay, look at your team, and then look at everyone else's team. And I, and I love the whole one club player loyalty you know what i'm saying but ironically damian lillard now is coming <laughs> out and he's saying that we're obviously not on the same page we're not aligned on our vision and i'm just like well even exactly him. i mean i mean and even hurricane choosing to stay at tottenham that's his choice he can he can leave if he wants to that's why i don't feel bad united, at some point i i think at some point man united wanted him clubs wanted him Bayern wanted him so now you know he's had options to leave and if you don't leave, then that's your choice. You, see, you Hurricane has gotten to a certain level where he needed to play in clubs 
that had top top players. And a, just not, a winning was, mentality. Just and a having winning, winning mentality. mentality. Right? You know, it's just things, some things will never change. If you play with average players, <laughs> you're not you're not gonna win trophy, you're not gonna win trophies. That's you know, facts. If you play with average players, you're not gonna win trophies. Be the best among them, and no and no trophy coming to you. But if you go somewhere, I don't know. Sometimes I think about this is how I see players. I don't know if he doesn't want to go to a club where he's gonna have to, you know, compete for starting eleven or what. And I don't think he should have a problem with that because he trains hard, he works hard, and he that he deserves to play. That's why he's playing. So if you know that you can get, you can, you can guarantee, go to Barcelona, go to uh, Bayern Munich, go <laughs> to Manchester United, go to uh, Chelsea, Madrid. Like these are top clubs that you could have, we could have won himself a Champions League or something like that long ago. I and that's why I would take Harry Kane because I still I agree with you and that because I, I feel like he'll he will win the trophy because he'll leave this year. And wherever he goes, I think that he'll get one. Because when I look at the Premier League, like he's not leaving the Premier League because he wants to break the Premier League record. So I'm looking at, I'm looking at, there's a few teams. I'm looking at City. City probably won't get him. They got Holland, even though I think Holland, that's probably going to be short lived. Mm-hmm. One more season, Max. Liverpool got, you know, a lot going on there. So I don't think that they're going to take him. I could see a cheeky move to Chelsea. I could see a cheeky move to Chelsea. Not so much anymore, though, before I thought the only reason why I thought that was because of Conte still there. So I thought maybe in the summer they could do a little Lukaku con, you know what I'm saying? Lukaku Kane uh transfer. But yeah, I mean now that that's gone, I don't I don't see who's gonna want Lukaku, but we still have him on our payroll. But I mean it doesn't really matter who you have on the payroll. You still have a bombing on the payroll, and that guy is in Barcelona's locker room. No, yeah, <laughs> you know it's, it's not about no. the money. Just get it's not that about man. the money. I think you I think you'll splash it. I think like it's you guys Just will buy that it man. if you Just want get him. that you'll man off our team. Yeah. But I mean, if he if he comes to United, I think he would definitely win a trophy. <laughs> Here we go. At least if, he, if he doesn't get any trophy, at least you get community shirt because that's a trophy United. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, community. Yeah, so he, he has lifted the. Um, he, he didn't want to lift it, but he they did win a preseason tournament, and he was oh, the Audi Cup. Yeah, the Audi Cup. <laughs> he was far away from it though. He was just I cannot be seen, just like ho- hoisting that up. It was just like you just hold it up like this. <laughs> it's like yeah, wow. that's not that's not that's not something that they, I I I kind of have a feeling that if he if he wants to leave, I mean forget 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 breaking records. If he goes to Bayern for the rest of his career, he's gonna win five Bundesliga. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. He wants to stay in England, man. He, he I mean, <laughs> hey, money, money, pick right, money pick right. Hey. Like, it's, it's, it's tough. It's going to be tough some places. Some places, some things never change. Bayern always, it's always Bayern Dortmund. Bayern Dortmund. Dortmund hasn't been doing well. So Bayern's been winning the league. So if Hurricane decides, if I were Hurricane, if I'm leaving, I'm going to Bayern. Or I'm going to, I, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to play in the Dutch league. Ayas. Ayas. <laughs> you back the cap. But and you get to play Champions League every season. It can't be like that. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. He can't. He can't. He's not going to Ajax. He's not going to. He can't stoop down. Ajax is not. Ajax is not. Ajax is out of the. Um, the Ajax is out yeah, of the. Yeah, he's not going to. But Bayern, no... Bayern, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bayern, Bayern has got Bayern's got quality players. 
Bayern's got really quality players, and they're doing they're doing well. Even in Europe, sometimes, hey, when Chelsea was drawn against Bayern last season, I probably didn't want to watch the game because I knew what was coming. You know, Mike so, thought you guys could win. Mike, Mike thought. <laughs> no, no, I mean. It wasn't any way I thought I was thinking we we're going to beat Bayern because the team was really good. And they had, you know, they just had a better front line than we did. And I think for so long True. since Drogba retired, I think the problem of Chelsea has always been a center forward. Like, Speak on we, it. Since we Diego Costa, have, we haven't had one. Since, since Diego, Diego Costa. Costa. That's and, our issue. And that is... Yeah, and that is where I have a problem with Hybrid. Antonio Conte. He literally ruined the guy's career. Antonio Conte literally ruined the guy's career. You know, like that really, that, you know, sacking of Diego Costa, kicking him out of the team, it really got to him. So he hasn't, like, he went back to Atletico. He couldn't be himself. Like, he ended up in Brazil. He's just chilling. You know, coaches can make, I say coaches make and unmake players. That's it. Coaches make and unmake players. Coaches can tell you, Hey, you not no matter how hard you train, no matter what you do, I don't want you in my team. So okay, who who before before we do predictions, who is your? Do we touch on uh Tuchel going to Bayern though too? No, we didn't talk about no, it. No, we didn't. Before the, I wanted to ask you, so who is your ideal striker for Chelsea? Apparently, as we speak, my ideal striker for Chelsea. Hmm. Huh. Osimhen. I, I was going to say Oshman. Victor, yeah. Cornelius is a big Victor fan. <laughs> yeah. The problem with these names is that we've had it We've had it happen with Lukaku, with some uh, few strikers. Sometimes, like, the na- names of – that is my belief. I believe names of clubs sometimes weighs in on, pre- on players and pressure. And once you step into a club and you don't, you know, get a – Fam grip in the beginning, then you tend to struggle. Um, currently, for a striker for Chelsea, I would go with um, same or same, uh, the Napoli striker. Yeah. But if we don't, if he doesn't, if we don't get some good guys in there to protect him from injuries or to like you know give him some good book balls, it's just it's not gonna do us any good. Because definitely Lukaku, Lukaku weighs about 160 pounds and he's struggling with his weight. You know, <laughs> he just have big genetics and you know players. There's certain players that I wish were still you know playing and could still you know come into the scene and bust it. I don't see why Lukaku should be struggling at you know age 30 or how old is he? Yeah. yeah, 20, 29, yeah, 30, I think. I mean, but, but I've, all, I, I've always thought that he was a very limited player. And to be honest with you, had a very false identity of where he was at. But that was just me. Yeah. I think, I think he was very average. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and I've always said this. It's not so much the name for me, is the identity of the player. Our center striker needs to be someone who has a little bit of size on him, who is athletic, and who is a disruptor. I mean, speaking about Diego Costa, he's a disruptor. He can get the ball. Yeah. He can hold it up, but he's also annoying your back line. He's messing with the back line. He's getting in their heads. He's winning the ball in the corner, holding it there, letting the play develop. He's a disruptor. He makes the entire back line have to think about where he is. Is he on the right? Is he on the left? Is he in between? The... That's the type of striker you need. Someone who is disrupting the back line. Whether or not he has the ball, 
that that's why that's why um even though like among strikers he's the one I don't like at all but I always give him credit <laughs> like Luis Suarez is somebody that would frustrate you as a defender he would literally frustrate you and then get the best out of you and then he's going to score cuz as a striker that's your job get the defenders frustrated Correct. just get them for whatever you can do to get on the under their skin do it. You're doing it for your club. You're doing it for your team. Don't get sent off. But Suarez would, you know, try to get you into trouble and all that. And that frustrates the defenders that are marking him because when you don't do anything and he tries to get you into trouble, like you get like, you know what? I haven't even done anything. You're like, you, you kick him. And then the next thing is you're on a yellow card. Then you can't do anything anymore because the next exactly. thing you're off the field. But I don't understand if we, we, we've had strikers that were very, very, you know, they were not aggressive. They were pretty lame, and it it hasn't it hasn't been helpful at all to the team. I mean, Giroud was good for what he brought to our team, but he right. wasn't necessarily who I would have wanted. I mean, when we had him, I think he was underutilized in some senses. But Giroud, another one, you know, another big. He's not as athletic, but you have to know where he is at all times because he's another one who can score with his head, right foot, left foot. And there are some strikers that you find them in the box, give them the ball, and they'll do the job for you. You know, it just kind of like goes back to the um, all saying of the phenomenon. Do you want me to score goals or you want me to run? Yeah. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Right. It's just, I think, I think what happens is like right now, um, every player that gets to the high level, um, you know, the ambition, I mean, I might be wrong with this, but ambition is ambition is what I look at in players right now and the mentality. Like, what are you playing for? Are you playing for just to get the paycheck or are you playing because you're playing out of passion? You know, if your heart is really into it and then you want to win something, then it's, it's different. It's different. People think Messi is Messi because, but Messi is... Dude is a fucking animal. Like he, 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 he smells the goal. He wants to win. Like he doesn't want to lose. So when he's playing, we don't see it on the field. But um, when I learned to speak Spanish, I could read lips on when they play. And sometimes, like you could see him like encouraging his teammates, "Hey, we're not giving up. Let's go. Let's go." Like like he wants the ball, you know. So that desire and that hunger in players—that's what separates great players from average players, yeah. you know, some of us, some, some people have made it and they're like, Oh man, yeah, I'm grateful. At the end of the day, I'm a professional player. I get my paycheck and I play in the top, in a club. That is, that is not bad. I'm not saying that's an issue, Why? but, but what is like, what is there to win? Like, do you want to win trophy? Do you want to write your name in the history books of football? Then if you do, then your mentality has to be different. Right. Yeah, I agree. You got to have that killer. Definitely have to have that killer. Um, that was good. honestly that was all great talk. We could we could probably keep going for <laughs> for hours about yeah. Harry Kane, the Prem. But let's get these predictions in, man. You know we got our we got Arsenal sitting yeah, up Arsenal. top with sixty nine points, twenty eight games in. So they got officially ten more can matches left. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, let me switch the camera because my camera has been messing up. Yeah, no worries, no worries. 
uh just switching gears here to do our top 10 predictions um so who would like to go first i'll go first i'll make this very quick um especially with the three that are getting down <laughs> um no particular order i just these are the three that i just think will get relegated i think um it's unfortunate, but I think Southampton will go down. I just think at this point of the season, um, with where everyone else sits um, at, on the table, I mean, I, I just don't see them accumulating enough points to getting out, um, which sucks because uh, they've been in the Premier League for quite a bit now um, and, you know, have essentially helped Liverpool field, field the team. So I'm not quite sure what they're going to do going forward, but um it's unfortunate man yeah southampton will go down bournemouth see you later <laughs> they're also leaving as well too bournemouth will be eliminated and the last team that i have for relegation is nottingham forest um i think that they've put up a valiant effort i think um they've put they've splashed the cash they've opened the checkbook but unfortunately um i don't think that they um spent enough. <laughs> okay. Um definitely. So those are the three um that are gonna be um relegated. Uh so top ten. This is my top ten. Um I'm just gonna go through it and then if you guys want to chat you can. At ten I have Aston Villa. At nine I have Brighton. At eight I have Chelsea. Okay. At seven, I have Brentford. At six, I have Newcastle. <laughs> At five, I have Spurs. At mm. four, I have Liverpool cracking top four. At three, I have Man United. At two, I have Arsenal. <laughs> and, uh, you know what I'm saying? Number one, we got Manchester City, man. Man City, number one, they will win the title. Um, hopefully, this will be the last one because they have they have a few, they have over a hundred Rico cases against them. So I'm hoping that this is the last title, man. And I think Arsenal will slip up. You're such um, a hater and catch <laughs> and be caught by Man City. That's okay. <laughs> Oh, wow. So so you said Villa at 10. Yeah. yeah. What did you not have did you not have Fulham in there? No, because well, I don't know if you guys saw, but Fulham imploded against Manchester <laughs> against Manchester United. <laughs> um, so I think you know what I'm saying Mitchell Boomin um is about to be <laughs> uh I think a five match ban. And honestly, I think that that's just what that's going to be the difference in them cracking top four. I think whenever that they're not in the team, I just don't see them being as threatening. Um, and their manager's out also, too. And, bro, they're saying that I think five is like probably I don't know if it's already came out yet, but they were saying that like it could be like five to ten. So, like, bro, oh. if, he, if he's out for more than five games, I just think that like Villa's right there. So. Yeah, that's fair. You just got back on defense instead of you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pushing, pushing the ref. Okay. 
what do you think? Um, why do you think City's gonna overtake this? Um, I just think, I just think that I don't see I don't see them slipping up. Um, I think they have enough of a team to field competitively over the two competitions that they're still in, three competitions that they're still in, um, with the FA Cup. And I just think that I just think that there's still inexperience in the team, in your team, and I think that ultimately that's just going to be the difference because we were in a similar situation last year where you had top four and then everything kind of just went up in flames in a matter of two and a half, three weeks almost. So like you know, yeah, we're almost there, but I just feel like we still have a stretch of games, and I think whoever wins the Premier League is gonna have the most characters and i think that city has been there and done that interesting interesting right. hmm. all right i'll go next so um just like salam I, I think i think the bottom three will you know southampton <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's tough to see you go but somebody about to get james war price for the low low <laughs> for the low low um, it would be interesting to see if James Ward Prowse stays at Southampton if he wants to play in the championship. But um what about Latvia? Latvia. Is he on loan? I'm not sure, actually. I thought he came from Is he on loan? No, he, he got he came from City. City. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure, but but with, with Southampton, they're they're putting up a valiant, valiant effort to stay above water, but they just don't get enough wins. You know, even that 3-3 draw to Tottenham they had before international break, it, it was dope to see them get that draw, but I think that was more so on Tottenham just keeping the foot off the gas than them, you know, than Southampton actually playing. But realistically, man, from 12th place to 20th place is only four points. So it really only takes a win or two to jump out of the relegation zone. So it's going to be interesting. Um, I also have... This is going to be. I have Everton oh, hmm. getting relegated, oh, and I have Bournemouth as well. I think West Ham currently, right now, they're in that 18th place. I think they have just enough. I think they have just enough to stay above water, even though they're having a terrible year. Everton, I don't know what's going on with them. I Mike said it, you know, countless times. I don't know why they thought bringing in Frank Lampard to try to help their relegation battle was something that they would keep long-term. Obviously he's no longer the manager there, but I I just think, I just think that they just have too many issues. And if Calvert-Lewin goes out again, which he's Mr. Injury prone, I think they just won't have enough this year to, to stay above water. But I do have a question though. I think that would be for another discussion. Um, And it's basically, do you think Frank Lampard is, you know, is at that level yet to be managing no. Premier League clubs? No, and okay. and we, no, we we we've talked about this. I'll keep it short, but we we just have to have you on again. But no, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just have to have you on again. But <laughs> yeah, he I, as a player, love him. You know, that's oh, captain, my captain. But as a manager, you have to do your you have to do your due diligence. You know, you have to do you you have to go through the ringer a little bit. You can't just be handed one of the top jobs in the world and expect to flourish. And I don't know 
and we I talk about this with you know Arteta. If you look at his path, you know him and Frank played the same in the same era. They played against each other. Same type of player. Even when you look at Steven Gerrard, those managers all playing for all managed the club they play for, but through different paths. Arteta actually went and studied under Pep, one of the best managers in the world currently. And you know, once it's all said and done, who knows where he'll stack. But he went and learned from one of the smartest, one of the best managers in the game before he went to Arsenal. He did his homework. If you look at, uh, what's his name? Steven Gerrard went over to Rangers, won the league with Rangers, you know, actually did his homework, learned how to become a manager before he was given a Premier League job. You look at Frank Lampard, what did he do? He managed Chelsea's what the 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 U twenty ones or the or the 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 youth team the dude, before dude he got, got handed he the keys to the he's got in be, be, before he got handed the keys to the Ferrari it's like no nah, bro first of all do you even know how to drive stick shift like <laughs> you're skipping some steps yeah. you're skipping some steps and I think he got he rushed got into the job that was it as soon as yeah you know it's, 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 it's some of them things just didn't add up for me but yeah I think he needs to go and. You know, losing the job is humbling. And then, you know, going to Everton, I thought it was a bad situation. Going to a team who's bottom bottom of the table, they're fighting relegation. Somehow they stayed up last year, but this year, you know, what am I supposed to look forward to as you as my manager when I look at your previous managerial experience and it was not great? Mm. So I, I don't know. I, I think Frank... It's going to be interesting to see where he goes because I do think he deserves a shot. You know, he should definitely go out of England, I think, to learn how to manage and then come back when he's ready. But right now, yeah, I don't know if he could be managing Premier League teams. But Thank you for that answer. Yeah, I mean, we trust me, we, we've talked about Frank a lot on this podcast, a lot, a lot on this podcast. But my top 10 goes to show. So I... I'm still putting Fulham at my number 10. Um, I know Mitrovic is out. I know their coach will be out due run to that. Run through it first. Huh? Run through it. No, yeah, I, I'm running through it. So I got Fulham at 10. I was just saying that just because Salam, you know, put Villa there. I got Brentford yeah. at nine. Chelsea at eight. Oh. Brighton at seven. Spurs at five. No, no, Spurs at six. Sorry, Spurs at six. Liverpool at five. I knew you were going to do it. I knew. Newcastle at four. <laughs> I knew it. Cornelius is such a hipster, man. United at three. <laughs> you already know it, man. I already know it. I got City at two. And then mm. I have Arsenal winning the league. Mm. Um, yeah, man. I, I, I Honestly, I would love to see Newcastle top four. I would love to see Newcastle top four just for what it would do for the league. Um, I think Liverpool this year, they, they just don't have that bite. They don't have that same bite that they have had in last years. And, you know, they're climbing up the table slowly, but they go win against United 7-0. Then the next week they lose. And then the next week they draw. And then it, it's there's just been no consistency with Liverpool this year. So it's much as Newcastle doesn't score goals, they also don't get scored on. So I, I think, you know, they're going to get a few 1-0, maybe 2-1 wins that will propel them to to get them over the hump. Um, 
I think Liverpool will finish higher than Spurs. Like we were talking about earlier, I think that Conte sacking was, you know, it's detrimental to a team that in the final stretch of the league is trying to fight for top four. Um, Chelsea, you know, this is a down year. Uh, there's no if, answer, buts it, about it. If we get seventh place, that means we're in the conference league. I don't know. I don't know if I want to play on Thursday nights. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to just say that much. I don't know about the Thursday night team there, but um, Arsenal, I, I think I said this after, what was it, the the Bournemouth game where, where they won off the Reese Nelson worldie. That game was the game for me that said this team is going to win the league. Mm. Um, they're currently, what's eight points above City. I know City has a game in hand, but you know, I, like we talked about this last time, I think when Arsenal dropped points, City had a chance to actually capitalize and they also dropped points. So City right now, you know, it's, I wouldn't call it a rebuilding year because they're still in three competitions, just like you said, Salam. But I think that's also going to hurt them at the end of the day. Where I think this year will be different than last year for Arsenal. Yeah, the last two, three weeks, they imploded. You know, they lost their top four spot. And I think this year, especially with them only being in one competition, just the league, they're out of Europa, you know, they're out of FA Cup. So for them, there's really only one thing every week to look forward to, and that's the Premier League. So where I feel like last year they kind of fell off at the last two, three weeks, this year they have that in their minds. And the stakes are a lot higher this year. You know, it, it's not, oh, let's let's make sure we, we stay in the top four. It's no, let's make sure we win the league. It's been 20 years in the making. We have to win the league. And now that they're only in one competition, Arteta's probably looking at it like, hey, you know, boys, we should have played better. But at the end of the day, now there's no more excuses. One game a week, let's get it done. They have 10 more games, so... You know, I, I think with everything they have right now, it's just it, it's really theirs to lose. If they bottle, I, I'm I'm saying right now, if they bottle, this will be the worst bottle job we've probably seen in a long. I, I, like I don't know what to compare it to, but it's it'll be bad. You know, eight points up, even if the Warriors City a three one lead, yeah, like it, it'll be it'll be almost as bad as the Warriors blowing a three point lead, three one lead, I should say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's my top five. It would be cool to see to you know see some teams in Europe next year that we haven't seen before or in a long time, such as Newcastle, um, even Brighton. Even Brighton getting a seventh place would put them in Conference League. I think that would be cool to see how they fare. But uh, but yeah, that's my top ten. Okay. Okay. Um, to be honest, we have the exact same top ten. Wow. Um, I was thinking about switching Liverpool and Spurs, but no, I don't think so. Um, yeah, we have the exact yeah. same top ten, if I'm being honest. Wow. Our bottom three are different, though, uh, outside of one team. I have Southampton going down. I don't think uh, – <laughs> yeah, I'm – everyone's going. They, they, yeah, nah, that team just – they just don't have it. I'm sorry. Everyone's going to go for a low next year. Uh. I have Bournemouth going down as well. They just, they just don't. They're just not there yet. They they come they come up. They've gone down. They come up. They they give it a little bit more. They've gone down again. They come back up. They gave a little bit more, but 
and they're getting closer, but they're just not there yet. Um, they need, I think they need another year in the championship, maybe a couple more signings, um, some more homegrown players from there to come in and change the squad. Um, the one team that I do have going down though, that no one has said this thus far, uh, might be a shock to you boys, but Wolves. Um, nah, I think I, I, I think that. this team will 100% drop this year. Uh, when I look at teams in the Premier League and and like staying up, you know, we say you know it's only four or five points between you know 12th place and 20th place, but one thing that is going to be vital to staying up in the Premier League is scoring goals. And if you look at Wolves, Wolves have scored a total of 22 goals this entire season. 22. That's less than a goal a match of what they've played so far. So for me, I don't know where your goals are going to come from to win games. And even though defensively you're somewhat sound, you're more susceptible to getting scored on if you're just not going to be an offensive threat at all. So that's why I have Wolves going down. Um, I have no particular order to my bottom three, but yeah, I don't think Wolves will stay up. I think this will be the year that they drop and Ruben Neves will be going for the low. Everyone <laughs> just wants all low. his players. <laughs> yeah, give me Ruben Neves. I think it'd be a great addition. Give me Ruben Neves. Um, yeah, all those players are going down. Um, I don't think they'll be be enough to stay up. And given their schedule too, then these t- teams I picked these teams through their schedule as well. Looking at their schedules, got some tough ones coming up. So, yeah. yeah. Um, also, before I go, I have an honorable mention. Uh, top 10. This is from Yasser himself. Mm-hmm. I'm put it out there. Hmm. So, his 10, he has Fulham at 10. He has Brentford at 9. Wow. He has Brighton at um, 8. He has Chelsea at 7. Hmm. He has Liverpool at 6. He has Spurs at 5. Newcastle at 4. City at 3. Or is, oh United at three. I'm sorry. City at two. Arsenal at one. Come on, Salam. Hop on the Newcastle train, baby. Hop on the Newcastle Top four. train. Man. That's Top right. four. Another, another hipster. That's what Top it is. Four. And then he has Bournemouth, Southampton, and Nottingham Forest going down. Nah, man. We're we're aligned there. Yeah, he's <laughs> aligned there. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll run through mine as uh, quick as well. Okay. Um. So I. Did have Wolves going down. Ah, so, my man. Yeah. I have Wolves and um, Southampton and Nottingham Forest going down. Okay. Another two guys that I have there going down. Now, my top 10 is kind of like a little tricky because I have I have Fulham at 10, Brentford at 9, Brighton at 7, and I'm dropping Newcastle all the way to 7. Newcastle. Chelsea at 6. Yeah, Chelsea. Wait, who, yeah. Who, who, who was your eight? Who's your eight? Uh, yeah. Brighton. Brighton at eight. Brighton at eight. So you have Fulham, so Fulham, Brentford, Brighton, and then Newcastle yes. at seven? Newcastle at seven. Wow. Chelsea at six. Huh? Tottenham at five. Liverpool at four. Okay. Man United at three. Man City at, sec- at two. And that's now winning the league. Okay. 
Now I only talk about why I dropped Newcastle to um yeah that's, that's my yeah so the reason the reason I think Newcastle is gonna drop is because where they are it would be it'll be nice to see them keep the momentum up but also during the last few games of the season top clubs barely do want to lose games even though there might be a couple of slips, you can see it in Chelsea already picking up from the last three games. Now, nah. Chelsea might the, the points difference between Chelsea and Newcastle, all these guys, is it's not too, too much. much. Newcastle, um, Newcastle is at 40, uh, 47. Yeah, you know, you're right, that's, you're right. Yeah, Newcastle is at 47, Chelsea at 38. But from from the fifth position from Liverpool down to Chelsea, there's only about four points difference between them. Yeah. So it's like, going to be but, they, they but you're saying to, yeah, but it, you're it, saying but, you're but saying man, 9 you, points. You're yeah, so you're saying Chelsea's going to jump Newcastle? We just drew I mean, they, 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 they could definitely catch I I'm with him. I definitely think that Chelsea's going to pick up for sure. I think Listen up. Listen. Gabe, you you market somewhere. Gabriel, this, this, but, after after two after two premier two three premier league games, you would probably be probably you might see what I'm saying. But I, I'm not saying I want Newcastle to drop, but if they can keep the momentum up, that would be good for them. But I see, I see these um, top clubs jumping them. You want to, uh, you want to know why stay. I disagree? You want to know why I disagree? Yeah. The reason I disagree is because Newcastle has the least goal scored against them all season. That's, that's, that's true. the sole reason I disagree. Newcastle doesn't get scored on. If you look at Newcastle's record, so they're, they're so 12, far. 11, and three. And yes, they don't get scored on so mm-hmm. far, but at the same time, they just changed up their squad. Newcastle just went through a little crisis. They changed up their squad, and now they're backfiring. Now that Isak is starting, now they changed up a little bit. And Isak's on fire right now. I don't see this team slowing down at all right now. And the all fact right. that you have them going to seven? Seven. Seven. It's definitely doable. You know, that's that's, that's wild. I don't. That's a little wow. egregious. How many, how, many points, how many points is there to play for for the last games? How many points in total? I'm, what 30, and, 30 points, 33 30 points. And, 30 and points to play. only played 26 matches. They've only played 26 matches. So they got 12 more. Yeah. I, mean, I, I side with you, Rockman. I, I I don't see I don't see them making top four. I don't I don't I don't see them dropping maybe to, I can see even bro. like sixth. I can see fifth or sixth. Seventh is they would have to just completely just not pick up. But, but they, I, they have one of the easiest yeah. schedules out of but, everyone but, y'all just said. Yeah, How- but, but hold on, but 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 they were but the past few games, look at this the past few games. So 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 this is the reason also they've been dropping points, they've been dropping games. They, they, and 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 uh, I, I, I I personally when that it gets to that crazy. when it gets to this time of the season I watch I watch the um the lower teams especially like Newcastle because I I want the clubs that are going down are gonna be up really much to not to drop points so if Newcastle let's say have games against the bottom three you should be you you should you know you should know that these bottom teams are not willing to go down so they're gonna exactly. go in a good fight but 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 so, that, but that's why okay I, I just can I can I come from a place from straight facts because this yeah. is yeah. straight facts this this is this is this is the results Newcastle they yeah you said they had a bad run of form their bad run of form they lost against Liverpool 2 0 they lost against United away 2 0 they lost against City away 2 0 Mm-hmm. So that was their bad run of form. 
That's three L's. That, that's three L's, yes, against three top clubs. Fair yeah. enough. Okay, but and three then, L's are three L's. You don't, it doesn't say and, three L's, and, but by it's a top club. It's three L's. <laughs> it's and, three. Yeah, no, you're right. And then when I said they changed up the squad, Isak started 2-1, 2-1. Bro. Who they play? They played Nottingham Forest and Wolves. And out of their and then also, going, okay, so then so then going also, going for the rest of their the rest of their matches in the EPO, mm-hmm. the top only top teams that they play, yep, United play us. That's an L. At home at St. Mary's. That's an L. All right. Okay. L. What? <laughs> Wait, what is that? What, what is that? What is that game? Gabriel? If you want to, if you want to, if you want to put Brentford in there, Brentford. Brentford's an L. Tot- Tottenham. Tottenham could be an L. They're, they're going to lose against us, and they play the Chelsea. L. We just named four L's. That's four losses we just talked about. We haven't even gotten the, everything that you said. It's a loss. So, so, I'm not going to so, lie, Salam. They get a result against you. I'm not going to lie. We can put bread on that right now. I, we can put so, bread on that right say, now to get a result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear <laughs> on everything they get a result. I swear on everything they get a result. By all means. By all, by all. Next week. So, so let's, say, let's, say, let's say they lose against Chelsea. Um, they're gonna lose against Chelsea, I think, and Arsenal. That's that's nine points, right? If Chelsea yes. is able to win three games in a row, including 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 Newcastle, meaning they're catching up with Newcastle. Yeah, but 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 you but, get where Rockman, I'm coming it, from. It, yes, but it's not. It doesn't work like that. And also, and, I know, but like, and, and then and then also, like one, it doesn't work like that. But then secondly. You have you have a worse schedule than Newcastle. You have to play us again. You're not beating us at, at the Emirates. You have to play United at Old Trafford. You're not beating them at Old Trafford. You play against Brighton. Who knows? You play against Liverpool. Who knows? Uh, and you have to play... I'm not scared of Liverpool. Liverpool is at Stanford Bridge, so you have the advantage. You yeah. play against City. No. You're playing against Newcastle away. And like I said... That's a who knows game to me. Newcastle does not get scored on. You guys are not known for scoring goals. So for me, like, yes, you're saying, oh, win three games in a row, but bro, where are your goals coming from? One, so, and then two, like you, you're you're still playing five top top sides. New Newcastle, or you're still playing top top five, or five top sides. And that's not like that for Newcastle. Newcastle's playing four and a maybe. Or three and a maybe. Are, are so we the maybe? We're the maybe? No, no. I'm saying Brentford's a maybe. I'm saying Brentford's a maybe. And I'm saying Tottenham's a maybe. Like, they still have to play Chelsea, Arsenal, and United. For sure. Those, those are, are three. Teams. Those are, those are yeah, those are three. That's what I'm saying. They play three top teams. With Spurs, team. Spurs, I think they can beat. Brentford, I think they can beat. Those are not the teams that I think that are just going to go ahead and beat them. So I'm saying Newcastle and all the other games, I think they can win. So Newcastle, to me, has an easier schedule than Chelsea has, than Liverpool has, than Arsenal has. We have a hard schedule last 10 games. I guess we'll have to just agree to disagree because you think that they can be, you think they can get a point off of United. But, but dropping I Newcastle to seventh is <laughs> dropping Newcastle to seventh is egregious. Yes. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. I just, that's I, I, just I just don't think I I don't think that they'll drop all the way to seventh. But I I just don't think that it's out of the realm that you know they're at what fourth fifth uh fifth place fifth. right now and they could get to sixth place I, I i don't i don't see how that is out of the possibility especially okay. when i look at liverpool's team and you know what i'm saying then seven just sound like a major drop so no, salam no, major fifth. drop they're at fifth so salam 10 games so you, you're beating newcastle next week 
Yeah. Away. We play them next week, right? Ne- next week, Sunday, April 2nd, away. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, oh, God. Are you? You're not talking to... I think... You know who you're talking to? You're back down to like four or five hog. I, I think <laughs> Newcastle gets a result, bro. I'm not going to lie. I really think oh, where, Newcastle where comes come out of there with a draw. Do we... Did, did I miss something? Did we lose the last game? Did, did what, are you, what are you talking about? What do you mean? We beat Fulham last game, and I think we 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 drew Southampton. I think from a red card. So I, I where is this energy I mean, coming from? Where Newcastle can beat us? I'm not. I'm the same I'm Newcastle not, team. I never did. I say they're going to beat you. I said they're going to get a result. They're the going to either the dr- same team that got a result against us in the Carabao Cup final. Okay. That's the same team. All right. That's All right, Salam. When I I can't wait to we're gonna have like a before and an after because I think Newcastle gets a result against you at home. Yeah, I think they're gonna really result do. too. They're gonna take an L. That's the <laughs> result. <laughs> I think that they're gonna get a result too. But um, yeah, I think that's a. I mean, probably went a little over. That's a good spot to kind of. Yeah. Um, any I guess like last minute. I mean, yeah. Definitely. Shout out, shout out, Antonio Conte. I love how you spoke your mind before you before you got the boot, because I feel like every every Spurs fan and every everyone every Spurs everyone in Spurs Nation need to hear that, um, including the owner. I feel like the entire fan base and that entire community needed to hear those words because no one respects you as a club. I'm sorry. I was a legendary it's, it's just culture. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go see that. And, I didn't, I didn't see it. Yeah, no. The you, players. It, Where are the players? Yeah, the players. Don't <laughs> you guys talk about the coach and and the coach and this and the, always the coach, but never the players. And the he's hundred percent right. Cornelius, he's so, he was spitting, man. He was, yeah, no, he, he was, was like, he was spitting bars like, yeah, bro. yo. When I interview, I knew he was gonna be gone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. You, know, you could tell, like, when, <laughs> when you watch, it's not like a long interview either. No, so, like, when minutes. when. Yeah, like when you watch it, and then like when he hits like the two minute mark, it just snaps. He just snaps. Like it just, you can tell it. He's thinking about the game. He's thinking about the game. You, you could tell. You could tell he he was like he was like trying to keep it inside. He was like, you know, what? I'm just gonna be yeah. trying to keep it professional. And at a certain point, he was like, you know what? I'm done. Like I've had enough. I've had enough. They keep on to ask me about it. I'm gonna let it out. I'm gonna let it out. He just he yeah. let it out. So. Yeah, Conte not one to hold his tongue. He let you know exactly how he feels. <laughs> yeah. I shout out. I, I did want to shout out first Cristiano Ronaldo for another <laughs> goal for Portugal. Yalla. 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 <laughs> shout out my man Cristiano, man. Still holding it down. Shout out. Shout out. Thomas, shout out Thomas Tuchel, man. All right. Uh, I, I hope he's back home in Germany. You know, he's with the Mandem in eating. Pumpernickel bread and <laughs> and then schnitzel, all that, all that good stuff. He back with his bratwurst boys. Um, but also, I was gonna say, man, that Bundesliga, Dortmund is they, they number one right now by one point, I believe. Yeah. So, no, nah. we'll see. But we'll see. It'll be a little. It'll be a little battle. Dare I say, they could win the Bundesliga, and. The Champions League, who it's possible, Bayern. Oh, yeah, I think it's possible. 
Because my thing is Tuchel in, is inheriting. Well, is Tuchel inheriting a better team now than he was when he was With at Chelsea? Chelsea? Yes. Yeah. If, yeah. if <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. 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 So can, can no no can I pose a different question? Because we finessed the Arch wait, Champions League. Wait wait it's wait can I, can I pose another question? Go ahead. What it. Okay, is Tuchel walking into a better team with his Bayern team, or would he would have walked into a better team if he would have stayed where Potter is right now? Which team is better to walk into? I mean, I think... I, I'm going to yeah. say Bayern. You have proven winners there. Bayern, yeah. Okay. Because Just because at Chelsea, if, if Tuchel stayed at Chelsea, I think there are some signings that we wouldn't have We wouldn't made. have made. Yeah, and that would but I'm saying, it. but I'm I'm saying with even even with the current signings, would you would you like to? No, Bayern is just Bayern okay. is Yeah, I mean, you got you got to think about our you, you got to think about our signings. They're all like 21, 22. They're young guys who are coming to make a name for themselves. You look at Bayern; they have proven. But I think, but that's the thing. I think Tuchel works best with players like that. If you look at Tuchel's track record, he's always worked best with like young and upcoming players. Even that, um, what team was it? No, I, I hear what you say. You're, you're not wrong. Think, you're not wrong. I think he works well, like just with young and upcoming players. He was at and, Dortmund too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, Dortmund. Thank you, thank you. Who's at Dortmund and all that Dortmund team? All young and upcoming players, and they did extremely, extremely well. So I think. I think um I think this would be a new challenge for him. I don't know how smoothly it'll go. I think I think it will like it, it'll fit. I think it'll go well, but I think it might might be some bumps. In I mean, he was at PSG, and you know, that's true. He had a deal with Divas, and you know, PSG as well. I think he's coming into a well-oiled machine with Bayern. I mean, you know what you're gonna get with Bayern. They've been that's doing true. it year after year <laughs> after year. So it's for me. I think it'll be simple. A manager of his caliber, I think he'd be. I think it's easier for him, although he's good with the younger players. I don't think anybody wants to necessarily have that sort of like. No, yeah, yeah. he's. You I know mean, what I mean? He's Bavarian too, and like honestly, the the big stuff about Nagelsmann was that Nagelsmann was this young guy who was very, you know, just he just didn't young. fit the Bayern. You know, yeah, he just didn't fit the Bayern. Right. Like, this guy is from the area, lives in Munich. Like you know, he's he's. It's gonna be a seamless transition, but um Rakhmel, do you have any shout outs for anybody in football? It could be anybody just over the past few weeks who's been balling. Um no, just special shout outs to um one of my our very own um Papa. Um oh my man, Papa. Yeah. <laughs> yep, Papa, oh, uh, shout outs to you and um in football, I would say, man, it's been tough, but you know, hopefully I just can't say shout outs to Chelsea, but hopefully they <laughs> they get back they back to who the Chelsea that we used to uh, know. But you know, I'm just hoping I, for a good finish of the season. I forgot to ask this earlier, Rockmel, but I have one question for you. Um, I know we we're running a little late, but how do you feel about Enzo Fernandez? Mm. Dude, I think the money was worth it. I, okay. I I literally I hated really? the guy when he played for Argentina, but uh, as a Chelsea player, I absolutely love him. Uh, if we, I think if we have Kante and Enzo in the middle, and if we could get a good striker, we would be, um, you know, back to where we need to be because he's a very hard and physical uh, player, 
and players like these modern game is for them he's not scared to you know make tackles go in and and he's proven in just a few weeks that he plays for the badge and that's what i like about him he's playing for i see you know it's been difficult for chelsea to score goals but when chelsea do score and you see the the passion in him like he's one of those people that has come to the club to you know really really help the club okay you need that Argentinian, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that man, that Marcus Rojo, that Lissandro Martinez. <laughs> no, not so much Marcus Rojo. Marcus Rojo. Man, those guys I, are just, just, I knew that's not who you were thinking about. Yeah. Trust me, I knew that's not. Who no, 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 not Rojo. Rojo was loose cannon. I, I meant more like Lissandro. You know, yeah, I, I know who you talk about. Oh, yeah, but uh, yeah, good stuff, guys. Um. Yeah, everyone, you know, drop your comments on what you think your top 10 is, as well as who you think is going to be. Let's hear them. Let's hear them. Um, Rockmel, appreciate you uh, hopping on, bro. Uh, yeah, thank you. Time. Definitely going to have you back on for sure, man. Um, so, yeah, man, appreciate you and your time. Um, as for the rest of you, good luck to you and your future endeavors.